You're listening to Badger and Bull on the Fat Gatsby Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Badger and Bull. I am the Bull. That is the Badger. Hello, everyone. Tim and Mahoney, otherwise uh, known as the Badger and the Bull. Uh, yeah, and this month we are going to talk about some fucking Overwatch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, is it uh, intense. Yeah, specifically we'll be talking about uh, the first week of competition in Season 2 of the Overwatch League. Uh, that was absolute nutter. <laughs> finally, absolute nutter. Finally, it's it's back. Um, it was so long. It felt like it was so long, so long. it's okay. We have a, a long road ahead of us, but we're going to talk yes, about everything do. that... Well, almost, as much as we can, as, as, as went down... Uh, in week one, I didn't watch every single yeah. game. Um, it was an intense week. Yeah, some of those games start wow. at like midnight our time, yeah. so I, I did not stay yeah. up for that shit. I caught some highlights, but most of the ones on the Saturday and Sunday at least had them on a video monitor somewhere so I could keep an eye as to uh, yeah what was to, going to keep on. keep track of what's going on yeah. and catch some good highlight clips and reels. Yeah. And believe me, there are a lot of good clips, a lot of good things yeah. to just learn from watching these games very interesting to see and it, and much to our initial prediction from our last podcast we said going into it like yeah we're not anticipating anything wild or crazy we're gonna see a lot of 3-3 three, three, mm-hmm. and maybe closer to the end of stage one when we get into playoffs then we're gonna see some crazy stuff right maybe and i think that's been pretty standard of what we'd expect yeah um i think the craziest thing we saw was a torb coming out and symmetra we saw torb yep. and symmetra and successful in those uh, yeah. instances. But first, first, uh, the most important thing is the team supported by me and you are undefeated this weekend. Undefeated! Fusion are 2-0, undefeated. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, F- Fusion's 2-0 looks a lot better than Toronto's 1-0. But, hey. <laughs> hey, if you can say undefeated, undefeated. No, there's no <laughs> losses on the record. Um, exactly. Yeah, first out, first oh, night, man. Philadelphia uh, got some revenge for the finals and oh, beat, yeah. beat up Took the Spitfighter. Yeah. It was great. Oh, that felt so good. That was the best win of the season right there. It was the first one. <laughs> Just book it. <laughs> Just right in there. And, like, dude, Carpe was in the in the promo reel. He was talking about, like, yeah, I think we're going to take him 4-0. 4-0 sweep. <laughs> and then they interviewed him at the end of his match. And the, and Philly, you know, spoiler, spoiler, just in case he didn't get there yet, you know, turn away now. Um Fusion didn't get 4-0. They got 3-1, and Carpe was like, yeah, I'm still kind of angry that I didn't get 4-0. Like, he is hard up to be like, no, I'm going to win. I'm going to best you, and that is it, right? Like, he is yeah. all about it, and it all oh, is so great. And, um, you know, fans everywhere going nuts about it, and it was just awesome. Uh, it, it was great. Great play, I think, too, from both teams really coming out. And it's got to say well, something when your main tank from London comes out and is like yeah i think our chances of winning are 50 50 mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your confidence level at son like, well oh you know God. uh that wouldn't be the spitfire's uh, only loss of the weekend because they also got it like yeah. fucking handed it to them by paris uh, yeah the paris, paris eternal new team and they look great uh yeah i watched yeah. that game they looked they looked real good but also i was gonna say um you know people see, still seem pretty high on the spitfire you know they had a rough weekend they lost the fusion who was also a very good team but like i think maybe the spitfire isn't uh very good at 3-3 and uh yeah that might that yeah. might actually be i mean yeah there, there's a couple teams i noticed that 
look like that might not be their uh, their thing. You yeah. know, their I mean, honestly, I don't think it's Philly's best thing either, but they they may do. Uh, but it, it isn't, and that's what people are saying too going into this. That Philly, they're kind of laughing at me like Philly's going to die here without being able to play DPS. You know, you're, you've just nerfed Carpe down to nothing, right into the dirt. Except that you've got to remember good tracking players. Like if you can play a really good tracer. You can play a really good Zarya. Yeah, well, like and that that was kind of the translates. case with with most teams as they had their kind mm-hmm. of tracking DPS was hanging out on uh, on Zarya most of the weekend. That's where Defran yeah. was playing uh, for yeah. Atlanta, and that's what uh, Houston and the other also to that too. Yeah, is uh, um, if you have a good tracer, specifically with tracer players, right? Mm-hmm. Because tracer players know how to do good cooldown management, which is entirely necessary going into these 3-3 comps Mm. Uh, because you know at at the level we play at and for most anybody outside of like top tier level of play and on teams probably so really outside of overwatch league uh you're talking about it's just a barroom brawl of 3v3 right when you when you do those matching comps and they it's just a barroom brawl on the point when in actuality it's all about how you position your entire team how you're using maps with walls and and positioning to help guard you and it's how you manage your cooldowns it's all about these micro timings and very specific order of how you do everything to back each other up uh and exactly what you save it for so like at our level people are taking brigitte and throwing out shield bash and whip shot any chance they can just to do it mm-hmm. it's like no 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 no. you have to save those abilities <laughs> like yeah you gotta do these things to, to protect your reinhardt who's in there and the proper usage of bubbles and shields uh it's a it's a whole huge thing saving your armor up. pack for the the right moment there mm-hmm. uh, i saw mm-hmm. that a lot um yeah, because you really want to get more of the healing out of it than the armor. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. For us, people are like, oh, I'm throwing armor at you. This is great. Like, nope, yeah. nope, it's, no, 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 no. It's no. very measured, uh, and there was there was mm-hmm. a lot of 3v3 bashing against one another. And, uh, you know, two things. One thing you'll notice is, like, yeah, the, the pro game is the positioning is ex- way different. Way oh, different yeah. on every map from what you see Huge. Uh, in, in, you know, probably the average length ladder match. But also their their goats composition as it were is you'll see a lot more winston and you don't see moira you see zenyatta instead because yes. of the debuff which is for well the debuff yeah. yes and also another thing is and that trans yeah. he can trance and he can attack while healing yeah yeah so he's getting two jobs done at once right you've got trance you've got this damage debuff which you need really because mm-hmm. you're talking about having to break through all their healing so you've got to do something uh, and he's got this long-range fighting, well-healing potential mm. that Moira doesn't have. Yeah. Um, and also, which, like, and that's uh, the thing too. Uh, when you talk about play with it at our level, everybody goes with the traditional goats. And if you don't pick what's on that list, oh man, people get angry. It's like, yeah. no, 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 chill out. We we can do this. Yeah. You know? uh, and you, you, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, Philly won. Spitfire lost twice. Paris looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston and, got rammed in twice. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, Houston. They, yeah, T- Toronto played Houston in the the first game Friday, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was uh, Toronto pulled it out at the end. Uh, much yeah, credit to oh, them, yeah. but they looked rough for oh, yeah. for some spots in there. Like more than any of the other new expansion teams that were hitting the stage. Like I felt like the nerves were extremely palpable from yeah. Toronto from yeah. just. Uh, panic alts and of course their infamous 
fucking C9 on Nimbani. Oh, God, yeah. Which just, like... <laughs> just not walk... They yeah. just didn't walk up to They just let him walk it yeah. in. Yeah, well, they like, walked... What is yeah, this? it was, like... That was that was their second loss. And at that point, yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, what the hell? This yeah, team... What, what is this? Yeah, like, oh, they, my God. They managed to get their shit together and win three straight, so... Oh, I, God, I don't know. Yeah. I think it... it a lot of people still are are kind of down on Toronto, and that certainly was a shaky victory. And Houston did not look mm-hmm. like a monster opponent, but I feel like you know, once they get comfortable, uh, once they get Neko back in, Neko is their main Zenyatta player, not Aid, who was yeah Aid of the yeah. questionable alt timing. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're yeah. they're gonna look like in you know their initial schedule. I was looking at for stage one is pretty rough. There's like not many cans. Uh, that they're going to be going up against. Um, but, uh, so they might have a rough start in stage one. Uh, they don't get Neko back until after next weekend. And, but, you know, there, there was some really good play there. They also might be a team that benefits yeah. from getting away from goats. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think some of these teams are clearly waiting for like heroes and patches to drop. Right? Yeah. Something to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I wonder like, I mean, three, three dominated, this weekend you you did see some variation you did see some weird stuff like yeah like the sim coming out um you saw a lot of the the anti-goats quad dps quad dps somber plus, play yeah quad dps play. with with yeah with the hammond and the mercy that was a pretty popular comp lots mm-hmm. of hammond and yeah lots of sombra uh like nyxl yeah. and and a few other teams were just playing basically two tank three healer plus a sombra uh, and I think that the thing is, to point out here too is before everybody goes saying see quad DPS is viable. Well, oh, slowly oh, it's very okay. specific and on yes, only on specific, specific maps. Like yeah, it would you'd see yeah. it on basically uh, King of the Hill maps and on Volskaya. Uh, Volskaya, lots on Volskaya. Yeah, Volskaya is just for a two CP map. Getting in on that first point is so open. Yeah, it's so open compared so, to yeah. other two CPs. You could just you just right, flank so all over the place. You you can yeah. put. You know, you, you yeah. put a far in the sky, a widow flanking around wherever she wants, tracer yep. running around. Like, you can do yep. anything. Yeah, really. it works really well. And the well whole purpose there. is because you're splitting goats, the coats composition up so much, they can't focus on any one person. Mm-hmm. So you're hitting them with a couple close range, like a McCree or tracer or whatever, right? To get in close. Hammond's getting in just to be disruptive, really, and that's it. Bounce them all up. Um, bounce them around, shake them all around, get them all divvied up, and then your Widow and Farah are just picking people from the long range. Mm-hmm. And, case in point, it takes somebody like Bird Ring, okay, to be that Widow uh, because they have the skill to, like, go for those supports and hit them and not miss. Yeah. Because if you think oh, you're yeah. going to run this as a Widow and, like, start missing the supports, or if you think, oh, look, I'm, I'm hitting dinks on this Reinhardt, no, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody I mean, cares. There, there was a you handful of times... When like Bird Ring and Linkser and Carpe got on Widow and it was a bloodbath. Oh, <laughs> this weekend. Oh, I loved it. It felt so good seeing them yeah. go back to that. Oh man. Oh it's man. Just, yeah, it's. Yeah, Linkser went nuts. I think both Linkser and Carpe went nuts with McCree at one point. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. were just going ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, watching Bird Ring play some uh, Widow again was great. Like just seeing some of these actual DPS comps come out and just go nuts. Was, yeah, just oh, just here cool. and there, but then inevitably just rolled back to goats, smashing yeah. into each other. Um, be interesting to see if more Brigitte nerfs come down. Like I don't know what the hell else they're gonna do with this character without just completely making her obsolete. Uh, to yeah, try to take her it's out of that. Funny. Yeah, 
because <laughs> so recently, like just before we st- sat down to record this, I was checking through Twitter and Jane, Coach Jane, who's the assistant coach of Dallas Fuel, mm-hmm. was making one of his public comments about how this upcoming change to how armor stacks mm-hmm. is going to be a nerf against goats. Because it's going to, in his mind, lessen Zarians and Yada. Because now this temporary armor will stack on top of the shields. Mm-hmm. I think it's the opposite. Right. I think it's actually going to bolster them up a little bit. Because now the armor is instantly mitigating damage. While your healers can now heal those shields back. So I think it's actually a shadow buff to Brigitte. Uh, and it gives value to her armor. And I think it's actually going to make goats more viable. Uh, or just having Brigitte on the team more, more viable. viable. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I just I, don't I just know don't what know what you do. do. Yeah, yeah. Unless I mean, they do, like... you, do you go with more like burst damage heroes, mm-hmm. right? So that you can just you know crunch through the armor faster. Yeah. Do you do you like buff to... Farah? Do more splash damage, something yeah. like that, or more damage to shields, or introduce like that. A, a splash damage hero. Like in theory, we were told they have the next six heroes mm-hmm. lined up, right? So all, the next six are decided on, and I think it's just a matter of them choosing which ones to release and when. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they already nerfed armor, so if you nerf armor anymore, it's it's completely useless for yeah, anybody, no. so you can't do that across the board. I think you just got to look at Brigitte herself. somehow. Yeah. I, I don't know what you do. do you... you know, I had that idea last year that for her shield bash, it should like break her shield when she hits with it, and then that's basically the yeah. cooldown is waiting for the shield to regenerate so she's more vulnerable. Um, yeah. Seems like you know an extreme what, I start, take, I but one, it is an extreme take too. Because I had that same reaction. Like there should be some, I shouldn't say penalty for scoring a good bash. But bear in mind, you and I were both presenting this back before there were some other nerfs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. So because she used to be able to punch through <laughs> Reinhardt's barrier, wins yeah. anybody's barrier, and get a bash, yeah. and that seemed ridiculous. That I would have supported getting a, you know, right. a weakening to it or something like that. Plus, that was back when it did like 150 damage or 100 damage or something. Yeah. It did yeah. like at least 100 damage or something. It was crazy. It's like 75, um, I think. And now it's like yeah, 5. Yeah. Because the whole combo together, if you did bash, hit, and whip, would mm-hmm. delete Genjis and Tracers. Oh, yeah. Um, but they nerfed down the damage, which was I felt appropriate, right? Because there's no other stuns that do crazy damage, or at least ones that land like that, right? If you consider it similar to a McCree stun or to a, uh, a Sleep Dark kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Brigitte, man, she's kind of getting nerfed into oblivion or just her whole character itself is going to have to change somehow. <laughs> You're too uh, good. We yeah. have to rework you. I don't know. I don't know. She's yeah, just so beefy, man. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, in theory, they did the whole thing with giving shields with mm-hmm. Symmetra and found out that didn't really work. It didn't do much. Um, so yeah, how do you... And how do you take a character who's based around armor and stuns and being a tanky support um, who has a reliant kit? I, I don't know. I think you need to weaken her health pool itself. Yeah. I mean, because if we're talking about weakening goats, you know, take away her armor up front. Like, get rid of her armor. Maybe make her shield a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah, because it already just covers her body. Like, instead of holding one up, she just runs into you with a shield coating over her body like Hammond. Yeah. Like, there's no actual barrier. Yeah, you maybe, know, I don't like know. That. Maybe maybe it's it's just a, you know, protects, like, her head and her upper body, but there's still room to shoot her behind the shield, so it only does so much. You know, I, I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, really, it's uh, the whole viability of, of goats right now is the power of stacked AoE healing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that's thing. And if you if you nerf that on Brigitte, she's really nerfed into the dirt. Yeah. Um, and there's just and even then goats would probably still exist. They'll just go less Brigitte and back to Moira. You'll have Lucio Moira's then. Hmm. Maybe. Um, until like armor just doesn't have as much value, right? When people start crunching the numbers. But so long yeah, as maybe it's healing just this. Yeah, maybe it's just sustain. like you need some kind of powerful DPS to like just. Is that that, or I seriously stuff. see them starting to impose like a forced two two two, oh. or forced two supports? Gross. I know. I don't like it either. Like maximum of two supports, maximum of this or that, right? Um, which would be gross, and I don't like because I like how you can change up to whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's not unlike other things we've seen out there, yeah. right? So. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's Anyways. a very tough call, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah. so... Da, 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 da. Then, uh, yeah, Philly. Back to Philly. They won yeah. a pretty close game against Atlanta, who look real good. Like Out of nowhere, really good, right? Yeah, well, it's like on Friday night, they stomped the shit out of Florida, and I was like, okay, whatever. It's Florida. Uh, yeah, I mean, and they're, the, looking they're at the Florida, from here. Yeah, looking at the Florida players, like... They just looked like they wanted to be anywhere but up on that stage. They looked fucking miserable. <laughs> like, mm. uh, and, yeah, and, and Atlanta just beat the crap out of them. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, they looked good, but it was Florida. But then, yeah, they they took it to Philly, uh, pretty hard. It was oh a, man, it was close. <laughs> I tell you as much. Like, if you take Philly to a map five, just get ready for heartache. Like, Philly is known for map fives. <laughs> they are known for coming through clutch last second on map fives. That is a Philly thing. They did. Like, if you go to map five against Philly, you're already, the odds are stacked against you, like, 75% chance you're going to lose. And if you go to map five against Houston, apparently you're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's horrible. Suck it, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, the commentators are even saying that Houston has a map five problem. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Going back if to last wear season. them yeah. out. They, they have, gone. Yeah, they they have they had two map fives this weekend and they lost both of them. Yeah, um, which is weird. Their team just I don't know for sometimes when it starts out, it seems like it's the Muma show. Mm-hmm. Like he is just follow Muma. Yeah. That dude is beastly good. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just that he needs more backup or he needs somebody's pointing out that they need Raucus on their Zen to stop being out of position. Yeah, he was getting and to like quite stay a bit. behind Muma. Like, just stay behind Muma and back him up, and, and that's it. Because Muma is great on that yeah. main tank role. And yeah, I, I did notice how he was doing that same thing I pointed out to you guys about how uh, Route 66, you can stand as Orissa, like, yep. right on the edge of the gas station. Yep. Yeah, I And that's that. all you need to do to hold that payload. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, they were doing that against Toronto. I was like, nah, I see that shit. I know yeah. what's going on there. Yep, yep. Oh, I know what's happening here. They're holding off, and like if they they tried racing around the back, and you could just use halt and pull them around, be like, nope, you got to do that all over again. Yeah, Have fun. yeah. Uh, but they, you know, Philly pulled it out in the end. And uh, let's see what else here. Oh shit, Spark, them Spark. They looked pretty good. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they're they beat, good, and that's one people were anticipating looking good. Well, you know, they beat Shanghai, but they also did beat the Valiant in a close match, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that's pretty legit. Uh, the Titans, who that's another expansion that team that everyone's pretty high on. They they only had one match. They played Shanghai and they beat the crap out of them. And I'm not yeah, like they looked good, but also it's Shanghai, so 
We'll Is Shanghai this. supposed to be getting their reboot and like they were closer against the Spark than they were against Vancouver? Yeah. Um, yeah, which isn't and like people lost, are anticipating though. a lot out of Vancouver because they're essentially run away from contenders in Korea, mm-hmm. uh, which had a really good record and everything going into it. But you know, one thing you and I have always said, like once you get on that stage, it's different. Yeah, it is vastly different getting up on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's just something for people to to bear in mind. You know, when they start thinking about where people can place, what I look forward to this season is like after week one, it is anybody's game. You have mm-hmm. no idea who's coming out on top. Like, well, th- things are gonna they're gonna change over the course of the season. Uh, oh yeah, because the oh, game yeah. of Overwatch changes. The same thing happened last season. You know, Boston had uh, a perfect record. What stage three? Stage three, yeah. Um, still lost in the stage finals, but and then they mm-hmm. just dropped off towards the end of the season. You know, NYXL yeah. dominated most of the season until it mattered stage the most. Four. Yeah, uh, right up know, until that playoff run. Spitfire started strong, kind of disappeared. But then surge uh, then, back. Yeah, yeah, surge back when it mattered the most. Uh, Team's so, ability to adapt is going to be the yeah, it, biggest thing. Yeah, e- even after, like, stage one, stage two, like, there's there's still plenty of time for things to change uh, after that. Like, remember, Dallas Fuel out of nowhere had a really strong stage four last year because mm-hmm. they the, the meta shifted to suit them. It wasn't enough to get them into the playoffs, but it was... They were coming on very strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They made it to stage four playoffs. You know, they didn't make grand finals playoffs, but they made it for the stage. Yeah. Um, Which some people are saying was, like, going to happen because teams weren't going to pull out the crazy strats that would have held them back. Because all the teams they were facing towards the end Mm -hmm. were the ones that were headed towards the finals. Like, the, the one match that got Dallas into the stage four finals was Philly and London. And they were going at it. Philly had won the match, but if they took all four, they would they would have beaten out Dallas and gone into the stage four finals. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, maybe they could have pulled something out crazy and really stopped London. But at the same time, they didn't want to show off any different team comps or anything I guess. new. I guess you know, which is which is a way of looking at it. Like maybe yes, maybe no, who knows? And there's also a thing of like. Hey, we're going into finals. Maybe we just want to rest and not have to focus on finals for a weekend. Yeah. But I don't think any team's going to legitimately take that strategy when you're talking about a million dollars going into your. Yeah. Team well, pool, it's you know? people like to make a lot of excuses uh, for like the oh, Excelsior yeah. in particular. And the bottom line is yeah. sometimes you just lose. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, sometimes you. Just lost. you yeah. You, you just lose. Yeah. You Sometimes you lose to the worst teams. Sometimes, like. You know, Houston, everyone's bagging on them because is one of the worst teams in the league. They lost two, two, three, in both their matches. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not the they're not the worst team by any stretch that, of the imagination. That's very close. Like a yeah. lot of these teams going forward are going to be very close. Oh yeah, um, I think it's it, going to be anybody's game, and I think you're going to hit these moments where certain teams just have an off week. Yep. Right. Like attitudes of people in the house and and everything else, and them just yeah. not feeling it, and all of a sudden it's like what the heck happened here right yeah um i'll tell you this much as a as a philly fan for me i am like not only stoked just to get wins but it sets a tone yeah because philly is such an emotional roller coaster team right they ride momentum hard and it can either ride them into the sky or into the dirt mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's one of those things where i'm really glad they got their wins leading in uh because that's gonna yeah, but... really push them ahead yeah you look at like uh like the actually god they did this yeah they actually pl- went and played each other they, they switched to opponents so yeah like last thursday night soul beat 
the Gladiators pretty easily, 3-1. And then Friday night, mm-hmm. uh, the Shock beat Dallas pretty easily, 4-0. Uh, mm-hmm. Extremely easily, 4-0. But then you come yeah. around Sunday night, the Shock lose to the Gladiators in a close match, and the Fuel uh, took out the Dynasty, 3-1. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your. It was like, what happened here? Like, yeah, they they flipped things around and uh, yeah, yeah, because people are a bit higher on the dynasty uh, this year from their personnel changes. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say the gladiators were definitely having some fun out there. They they were one of the ones that used a Symmetra strat. Oh uh, yeah, they, yeah. They Surefor had... was the first one to use Symmetra and do damage with Symmetra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then who, God, I don't remember who the hell it was. Uh, Saturday night, you Symmetra straight onto the point on Horizon. Oh yeah, was it? It, um, it wasn't Chengdu. It was one of the Chinese teams, wasn't it? Was it? I don't remember who it was. It's either Hunters or Charge. I think it was one of the Chinese expansion teams. And they did the sim straight. You, you stand behind a Rhine at the choke. Mm-hmm. You let them pelt away at the Rhine. Drop the teleport down. Bam! You're just right in on point because it reaches just enough to get you there. Yeah, it was a slick little move. So yeah, mm-hmm. two two strong Symmetra plays. You saw. It Dafran, Defran. Yeah, doing his Torb. Pulled out the Torb. Uh, worked well the first time, not so much the second time. Um, you had, no, they were anticipating by them. Was... But then, you know, he's playing against Mayhem, so he felt comfortable even just swapping over to Tracer. Yeah. And started running Tracer on it, which is what everybody really wants to see anyway. Yeah, that's that's his, his main shit. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, had some... Surefor brought out Reaper, had some success with the Reaper. There's some mm-hmm. occasional Reaper appearances. Sometimes the, the, not some a successful. Desperation. <laughs> yeah, like Houston brought out uh, a Reaper against Toronto, and it was just not yeah. working. No. I will say, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, they did it in Volskaya, and it was horrible. Fucking Cheeky Carpe, uh, when they were pushing the second point in Volskaya, I think it was against the Rain. He was on Zarya, went down first. He came back as Reaper to help close out the point. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah, he went that down one, at the oh, beginning of the fight, and he switched, to, yeah. and when he got back, he was Reaper, and it made a huge difference, because, like, all throughout the weekend, I saw, like, teams were just getting stalled the fuck out on Volskaya second point, because mm-hmm. that spawn is so close, and, oh, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of room for, like, Lucio and Diva to, like, kind of touch the point and then disappear Bounce real around, quick and, and, yeah, and yeah. just stall and stall and stall. But you bring that Reaper back, and suddenly you got a lot more damage, and he just yeah. really, just like the timing of it, it was a really good time to switch, and it really helped him close out that point. Yeah, and it, that's one of those things that, uh, you know, in terms of swapping to heroes, and especially and they with, still lost uh, when that you talk about, they still did, 2CP, oh, man, oh my god, I think everybody on Philly Fusion just hates 2CP, but <laughs> really so, yeah. but it's, it's the... the kind of disadvantage about goats too especially when you're attacking is because you need to all be together so there's no oh we're still fighting still winnable potential like no if your damage goes down that's it so mm-hmm. if you sneakily like do that swap over to, to a reaper or come back in with something that can deal damage and deal enough of it quickly then uh, you can actually change the tide you can, you can make things happen yeah yeah uh, let's see I didn't get to see any of the either of uh the hunters or the charge they only played one game and it was against yeah. each other so i'll see more of them yeah. you know I next weekend ones too yeah they were, they were a late night on on friday night so yeah. did not catch them uh you know valiant had a tough match up there washington did nothing against the excelsior yeah um and i think that's pretty much that's touching on all the teams um yeah looking ahead to next week uh toronto is going to have its hands full um, 
because they have to play uh, the Rain one. They have to play Atlanta, and Atlanta mm. looked pretty darn good. Um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup. That's, it's going to be a rough one, I, I think. And they got to play the Valiant, so could mm-hmm. could be a rough weekend coming up for Toronto. Yeah. But after yeah, that, they get their they get Neko back after his dumbass suspension's over with. Yeah. Like, he's a dumbass, not the suspension. Um, yeah, yeah. But they've uh, actually been pr- fairly consistent in their suspension policies. Yeah, so uh, can't really Philly uh, will open Philly up. Philly is taking on Mayhem, <sighs> you know, and then Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas, so, Dallas could be a match there, but Mayhem, they should roll next weekend. Could be. Dallas will be interesting only because all, well, I, not say, I shouldn't say only, but um, Dallas will be interesting because they're, one of their new starter DPS, Zachary, uh, used to play in Fusion University, their academy team. Oh. And Dallas scooped him up. Oh. Um, which is interesting because Dallas apparently did not learn their lesson about having, like, so many DPS players on one team. Man, whatever. Really you can't even good. make fun of them for that. The freaking Shock have like six DPS. I know. I can't because their teams out there just have so many. They, they have a, they um, have a maximum twelve amount of players on contract. It's like when they're huddled up before the game. It's like Jesus Christ. They have two teams there. What the hell's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? What they were saying is just like we're expecting the meta to change. We want as many specialists on the roster as possible. We don't want it yes. to like shift towards a character halfway through the season and not have anyone to cover it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and this thing like between so when I look at Fusion, right? Fusion has a roster of nine, and two of them are actually technically utilizing the two-way contract thing. So Snillo and Elk, Mm -hmm. Um, Elk being somebody who was in Fusion University, got brought on to Fusion proper, but is still doing a two-way contract with Fusion University. (laughs) Snillo, same thing. He's a Fusion and Fusion University. Uh, they both add just enough diversity that should mm-hmm. either the support or the DPS role change, they're good. And interestingly enough for them, Poco has been flexing a lot lately. Like I've yeah. seen in his streams and we saw in the match where he was pulling out Sombra. Yeah. So, you know, you've got Poco, who's known for his off-tank capabilities. His Zarya and, and, oh my god, Poco bombs from D.Va were delicious this week. <laughs> oh my god, they were yeah. so good. No, I mean, that, that uh, was so that was like one... one... You know, pretty amazing thing that you, you look at in, in all these matches because they're comboing, uh, they're comboing grab with diva bomb. Like every team is constantly all the time. Grab diva bomb, and you've got to get your Reinhardt in position to charge the other Rhine to yeah, push his. Yeah, you got to try to take out the other Rhine. Uh, you know, there's lots of elements that come into play there to to, to kind of mm-hmm. counter the little chess match that is there. But it's like so many times you'll see a whole team caught in a grab, nobody dies. Just nothing, because of like the positioning, happens. the healing, nothing happens. You yeah. see those bombs go in, they might get like one person, but like somehow fucking Poco, almost every Poco. bomb is, is getting like three people. And I'm yeah, like, three, like, four like, just deleted. Like they're like, doing such a good job with those, like much better and more consistent uh, than any other team I saw. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. The schedule up ahead looks, it looks interesting. London might come back on the board finally. They're taking Washington on. So there's that. Yeah. Um, let me see other good matches. I'm like, I'm actually mm. looking forward to Houston and Spark. Yep, that one should be a really cool matchup to see. Houston might have another tough weekend though, because they also have to play I the think XL. They are. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna have a rough stage one, like really rough. Oh man, but yeah. Hey. Some and like I said, some of these matches they've just been good. Like mm. all of these look like it could be a really good week, and you should not be sleeping on any of these teams. Like any of them. Yeah, you never know. Hey. Yeah. Boston didn't look that great. Maybe Shanghai can beat them. Probably not, but. 
Well, you know, Shanghai, honestly, I would almost treat them, even though they're a veteran team, I would treat them like an expansion team because they fired everybody yeah. except for two players. Yep. So their team is practically brand new. Yeah. Like, even from coaching to management, the whole way up. So Shanghai is practically an expansion team based yeah. on how many changes they've had. They've got to get over their jitters just as much as anybody else. Ooh, Spitfire's got to play the Spark. That should be a good match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. one, that one's going to be good. Yep. That one's going to be really good. Yeah, no, it should be uh, should be another good week coming up. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a bit more of the like the charge and the hunters, which I, I didn't get to see them. Uh, might see the Titans test a little more against the charge and uh, the shock. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some good, yeah, some good matches. I think up. this season we're we're all in for a treat for some really good Overwatch and you know heroes and and. Hero drops and patch drops are going to change things a lot. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, another, uh, another good week coming up. Got to keep my... Yeah, my which is a whole other thing to talk about. I mean, I know we're talking a lot about Overwatch League because, like, it's the hotness right now. Yeah. And might I add, that thing pulled in, like, what, 250,000 viewers on their opening day. Yeah. They outranked Fortnite and Apex Legends. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they, they had 200K uh, Friday night as well. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. pulling in the views. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, they had between like 150 and 200. I think most of the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see. Uh, but Overwatch, the state of Overwatch as a game, um, I think something for us to talk about in our next podcast. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The state of Overwatch itself. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that that about wraps up uh, week one. I don't know if we'll do one of these summaries every week, but I think we were both just so damn excited to have the oh yeah the league back. Maybe we'll check oh, back in every couple weeks or something like that uh, as, as so things stoked. develop. So yeah, uh, it's exciting. I mean, there is a new Paris map in the game, which I haven't even seen yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually really good for a two CP map. This yeah. one is good with crazy good flanks, like lots of stuff, wide open areas. Just it's looking good. It's looking really good. Yeah. All right. But that's going to do it for right now. Uh, We will catch you guys later on Badger and Bull. Uh, Yeah. Hoobah boy. Hoobah boy. Bye.